In today's Live Treasured podcast, getting that courage for your calling to put yourself all out there for your purpose. Ready? Let's do this. Hey there, Treasure Tribe. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and I want to welcome you to the Live Treasured podcast, where we believe that God's Word can transform your life one beautiful, bold, brave step of faith at a time. And today, I want to talk to you about taking that brave step to die to self that you can truly live. I want to begin by asking you a question. Are you so afraid to die that you're not truly living? Where is God calling you to go or to do? And there's a little bit of fear inside of you for putting yourself all out there. Maybe it is that you don't feel worthy enough to carry the dream that God has put inside of your heart. Perhaps it is that God has asked you to leave something or someone or some season to free your hands to take hold of that new season before you. Perhaps it is that past hurts in your life continue to push you to not put yourself all out there. Or maybe it is that you're walking through life. You did everything right. You checked all the boxes and all of a sudden you're faced with a doorway of a death that you didn't even plan. Maybe it is that your husband has decided that he doesn't want to be married to you anymore and he's walked out and all of a sudden you're facing that death of divorce inside of your marriage and your heart is devastated. Perhaps it is that there's an issue with your child, or maybe it is that that dream that you had planned for your life, that picture-perfect story has come into shambles, and you're not sure where to go from here. Well, that's what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about the doorway to real life and complete surrender, which is dying to self. Now, the truth about it is, is that when you follow Christ, there will always be cost in your calling. There will always be cost in your calling. And what the enemy of our soul loves to do is he loves to come to us and use self-protection, self-reliance, and self-preservation to comp- to prevent your complete dedication to God's dream for your life. And when that happens, we sort of live this way, maybe one foot, you know, forward inside of our purpose, but maybe one foot back. Like we can always pull back. We can always stop doing what we're doing. And in order to live out your calling to the fullest, you're going to need to have that courage to put yourself out there. Now, while I can give you this big pep talk about your calling for what you're going through, 
the truth of the matter is, is that when the rubber hits the road, dying to self is hard. And that's what I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about this concept of dying to self to find and live that real true life that God wants you to live. I dived deep into this topic recently um, because through a book that I was reading, the Lord laid it on my heart, and also God was showing me that I was really living lukewarm. I want to read to you a scripture about that. This comes from Revelations 3.15. It says, I know all the things that you do. You are neither hot nor cold. I wish that you were one or the other, but since you are lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. That is a rebuke from the Lord to the church at Laodicea. And when I read that verse and why God brought this into my life, I know is that with Treasured Ministries, About 10 years ago, I walked through a really traumatic hurt. And on the aftermath of that, while I continued to move forward with Treasured Ministries, there was a big fear that was holding me back from putting myself all out there for my purpose. And God has been dealing with that. He's still dealing with that on this concept of dying to self. And so, We're going to begin this podcast series, and I'm really excited to share with you what God has showed me, because I think that dying to self is sort of like one of those concepts like forgiveness that we talk about in church a lot by mentioning it, but we don't go deep into that topic. And so for me, I know that there was a, there's been a lot of misconceptions about what it means to die to self that I feel like that God has just shown me a difference of. Much like in my life, he did that with forgiveness. And I think it's important for us to find the truth because Jesus says it's the truth that will set us free. And you and I want to live and run untangled by the traps that the enemy sets, even around the concepts that God creates to give us freedom. And we want to run with perseverance and purpose, right? Or after our purpose. But while we're holding ourselves back in self-preservation or self-reliance or self-protection, and I'm not talking about foregoing good boundary setting, You know you'll never hear that from my lips. We'll talk about that in a minute. But it's important for us to embrace exactly what the Lord meant so that we can truly live, all right? So that's what I want to dive into today. And one of the first things that God showed me um, is that calling will always come with cost. And so we're going to need courage for that cost. But in the discussion of cost and dying to self, one of the biggest problems that I see in my own life, and I'm 
teaching this today because perhaps somebody's listening and you, you're going to say, gosh, that resonates with me too, is that there's a lot of confusion over the concept to die to self. When I really began to think about the idea of dying to self, you know, when I walked through my traumatic season afterwards, I was still, you know, reading the word. I was still in ministry, but full on, full out for God. Maybe not because, you know, I was very afraid of losing again, right? But when you live your life that way, you're not really living, right? You're not really moving forward completely into the plan that God has for you. And one of the reasons why I think I was so um, afraid to just surrender completely to God, and we're going to talk more about exactly what surrender means, is because for years, I was dying to self in my codependency for years. But I was dying to self to live to please others. That's what codependents do. In fact, a lot of codependents die to self so much that we don't even truly know who we are, like who God has created us to be. We don't know um, our personalities, the, the dreams and desires that God has given us because for years all we've done is die to ourselves to live for others. And I know what you're saying. You're like, well, doesn't the Bible say that we're supposed to do that? We're going to take a closer look at that. Because when you live your life this way, when you die to yourself and live to please others, you will end up angry and resentful and weary and worn out. And then when you read passages about dying to self, you know, it just doesn't make any sense, right? Because when Jesus talks about dying to self, he talks about gaining your life, right? Matthew 16, 24 through 25 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me, we'll find it. So, you know, the concept of dying to self, biblically speaking, is about finding life. Let me tell you that before in my codependency days, I was dying to self and living for others, and I was weary, I was worn out. It was like I was on this endless cycle of performance and pleasing and trying to be perfect, and you become very resentful of that, right? But I want us to take a closer look at what Jesus said because that is not what God is asking us to do. In fact, really, that's idolatry, isn't it, right? If we're living under the control of somebody else, that's not living led by the Spirit, And on the outside, it might look that way. You might be the one that's always volunteering in church, always saying yes. People say you're so dependable. And really on the inside, you're just like put out mad at people. You know what I'm saying? Well, that God is not asking us 
to do this, listen again to that scripture in Matthew 16, 24 and 25. I'm going to start with 25. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life, ready, for me will find it. In other words, God wants us to die to ourselves so that we take our free will and we give it to the Lord. And the Bible says wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Bible tells us that the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, understanding, and self-control, not anger. Now, it's not that your life is going to be easy-peasy, but there will be a peace that you will have that passes all understanding. But what it is not, what dying to self is not, and why sometimes I think that if, or I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, why in my codependency I had a really hard time letting go and why, like, I, I, I mean, maybe some of you are listening in and you're like, I already know what dying to self is. I've got that one mastered, right? But for me, I really had to study it. Like, what, God, what does this mean? Because I, I want to live in real life. But before, codependency meant to me being controlled by other people. And sometimes that's a good thing. But when people... People take advantage of that and all that sort of thing. And then you end up weary and and worn out and you're out of gas and you're looking at the Bible and you're like, but I thought that dying to myself gave me life, right? Well, who are you living for? That's the question. Listen to what the word says in Luke 14, 26 through 27. A large crowd. Uh, excuse me, a large crowd was following Jesus. He turned around and said to them, if you want to be my disciple, you must, by comparison, hate everyone else. I'm not kidding you. That's right in the word. Your father, your mother, your wife, your children, your brothers, your sisters, and yes, even your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple and if you do not carry your own cross and follow me, you cannot be my disciple. Now, what was Jesus saying there? Jesus wasn't advocating really that you hate your family. He was saying that dying to self and carrying your cross means that you follow him. Nobody else gets that place. And for me, this is freeing. This is freeing. And many times I think, especially if you look at life through a codependent lens, when you hear those words, serve others or die to, you're sitting in church and you hear these sermons about that, there's not a reaction in you that is full of joy and excitement and, you know, just that childlike faith. Let's go, let's go on this adventure. It's this dread, right, of like what's around the corner next. And the reason why that dread is there, because perhaps it is that you've lived your life dying to self, but it was to live for somebody else. And maybe it was your children, maybe it was your husband, whoever it was. 
But the Bible is clear that nobody deserves to have control over our free will except the Lord himself. And so dying to self is not surrendering uh, you to another person. It is taking your free will, which is a freedom that God gives you. God gives us free will, and that's a gift. It's taking that and saying, God, I'm going to surrender this to you. Now, oftentimes, the other problem with this concept is that we get way out in the future, right? And we're like already thinking, oh my gosh, if I surrender to God, he's going to tell me to do this, 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 and that. And I I don't know about that, right? Like I'm going to have to have a relationship with this person and blah, 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 and da, 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 da. And the thing is, is that that will also put you in a trap. It's a decision that we make. God, I'm going to live every day for you. I want to wake up every day and say, what's next today, God? And and where are we going to go? I want to follow you. And that's why the Bible tells us that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And the reason why if you're like me, you didn't have that liberty before, and there was a fear of putting yourself all out there for God, is because in the past, dying to self meant people-pleasing, it meant perfectionism, and it meant living for others. And you got really hurt that way. And you don't want to do that again. Well, let me tell you that God is not like those other people inside of your life. And God has good in store for us. And because of the nature of who he is, we can trust him completely. In fact, if I were to boil down what dying to self means, it is number one, ceasing control right? Ceasing control over my life, like trying to fix everybody and everybody around me. Do you know what I'm saying? Ceasing control and then trusting God completely. That's it. It's that simple. Now, it is and it isn't that simple because there's a lot of other forces working in between your decision to trust God, your decision to seize control and trust God. And we'll be talking about those in in other podcasts. But I think it's so important for women to realize that dying to self is not codependency. It is not. And so many of us live with this fear because of past experiences that if we give our heart to God, right? Then there's going to be hurt again. And here, and here's the reality of it. Jesus does not promise us this candy land life with lollipops. And I mean, that's not in the Bible. But what he does promise us is that any cost that we faced, any loss that we face while we're walking out our calling, that the Lord will carry us. God will carry us 
through the cost. Isaiah 46, 6 says this, Even in your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. The Lord will carry us inside the cost. And once we embrace this truth and the truth about that concept, we can find the courage to let go. So let's review what we've learned inside of this first podcast. Number one, there will be cost with calling always. Number two, the enemy of your soul, he's going to use that self-preservation and self-protection to pull you back and prevent you from putting yourself all out there for your purpose. And one of the ways I believe that he does that is by creating confusion over the concept. And many women live their lives pleasing others. And you know what? God has built women to be, we we're built to be nurturers by nature, right? And so, you know, we nurture our children, we nurture our marriage, and all day we're giving out, giving out, giving out, giving out. And a lot of women can get to, you know, like, you know, age where they realize, like, I, I'm not sure who I am, right? And dying to self is never giving up who God created you to be. It's actually the process that brings the real you, the one that God created, to the surface. But what it is not is it is not codependency. You are set apart for the Lord, not other people, not other people. And so in that, you and I can find the courage to let go and to truly live. Betty Scott Stam, who we're going to hear lots of quotes from her, she was a missionary in China and listened to this quote that she talks about, about dying to self. When we consecrate ourselves to God, we think we are making a great sacrifice and doing lots for him when really we are only letting go of some little bitsy trinkets we have been grabbing. And when our hands are empty, he fills them full of his treasures. Treasured one, beyond the courage of you letting go, of dying to self on the other side is the most unbelievable treasure of real life. And I don't know about you, but I feel like there's a shift happening inside of my life where there's going to be a fuller surrender. And you know something we can go to all the women's conferences we want. You can listen to this podcast today. Um, you know, sometimes at retreat, like they'll tell you right on cards what you need to surrender. You know what? That never worked for me. But diving into the concept and just coming to God, my Abba Father, and saying to him, Lord, I'm ready to surrender 
and I'm ready for you to just show me what that looks like. And then we take his hand and we make that step one day at a time, one step at a time, all the while knowing that we're not surrendering our free will to another person. We're surrendering our free will to the perfect love of our almighty Father. And in that, you and I can have complete confidence for the cost of our calling. Thanks so much for listening in today. Hey, if the Treasured Ministries podcast has blessed you, I want to invite you to go on iTunes and give us a rating. This will help us to expand our reach and to allow us to reach more women. Thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye.